0: Hey guys, you found the bonus episodes of the Shape Your Family podcast. Thanks for being true fans. These episodes were originally Facebook Live videos. So with that said, let's get started.
1: Welcome to the Shape Your Family podcast. I'm Skip. And I'm Beth. We believe that you can live an amazing family life by intentionally developing love and connection in your home.
0: We're a real family.
1: And after four kids and over 20 years of marriage,
0: we've learned some real solutions.
1: We'd love to share with you everything we've cultivated along the way. We're glad you've joined us today. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the family.
0: family. Here we is.
1: How are you? Hello, everyone. Welcome. It's Wednesday. We're here.
0: Sorry.
1: Party, party, party. That was my alert. Skip's phone is blowing up. It's
0: on airplane mode now. We're all safe.
1: You're so pretty and popular. <laughs> <laughs> what movie's that from?
0: Um, Where Drew Barrymore goes back to high school as a reporter. Oh, I like that one.
1: What's that called? Yeah. Kiss. Kiss. Not a kiss. Never been kissed. Never been kissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Got a new haircut.
1: I like movies like that.
0: Oh, yeah, it's kind okay. of spiky in the front. I think you left it a little too long.
1: Want me to trim it for you?
0: No.
1: <laughs> I can help you out. Would you like me to help you out? No. I'm Let's good. just do it live right now. I'll just get some scissors. Not gonna happen. Just trim it an happen. inch. All right, I'll, I'll trim it. Or half an or, inch. I'll
0: wax your eyebrows. on live.
1: My eyebrows are perfect as is. Huh? When we were dating, Skip would always be like, "Your eyebrows look like stitches. Like they're going the wrong way. You fix them." It's just how it is
0: just how it is yeah puerto
1: rican you got all this lusciousness happening that's true (laughs) how are you guys doing do you need to fix your hair fix your eyebrows tell us below
0: Uh, my hair is kind of tight high and tight baby
1: so here's what happened skip and jude they go get a haircut jude's hair was really shaggy like down to his eyebrows whatever and so, our little four-year-old sits in this chair, gets a super cool haircut, and walks out. And we realize, oh my gosh, he had a black eye underneath that hair. He's got this huge shiner. He on got one scared eye. in the
0: middle of the night and came running to our room in the dark and ran into a wall. And he's got, it's like all purple on his eyelid and then a big knot under his eyebrows. Like terribly bruised.
1: blue, green, purple. Yeah. Poor baby. And we had no idea. So, I told him, son... You know, he's a tough guy, so he doesn't really cry. And so I told him, okay, if you get that kind of boo-boo, you have to tell me so we can put some ice on it. Because, you know, I can't tell. I think he screams more when he's mad at the other he kids. Does, for sure. Than when he's hurt. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to tell when he's actually hurt. You know, and they're kids. They make up fake hurts all the time. So, Skip, why don't you go ahead and drink a gallon of water? <laughs> How was that water? I'm so itchy tonight. I keep
0: scratching my nose. and. Oh, really? Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I, don't I usually have allergies, but I don't know what's going on.
1: You don't have allergies. So I just said. Does that mean you're going to come into money?
0: Is it? If when you, you, you scratch itchy? your nose on camera, you come I don't into know. money? I'm pretty oh, sure
1: we're not supposed to be like all superstitious. Mm. Supposed to be.
0: Cut a potato in half and put it on your wart and bury it in the backyard and your warts will go away? No. Is that is that what the thing, do you guys know? Is that true?
1: Don't be superstitious.
0: I, I don't know any superstitions. I think one of my customers told me that a long time ago I used to have a wart on my hand.
1: You had a wart phase. I loved Never you. had a wart phase? Warts and
0: all. Yeah, you did.
1: Wart phase.
0: Oh, phase. Not wart face. Phase, yeah, I had some warts on my hand.
1: Yeah, like covered,
0: like <laughs> Was it like the wart man? Like a he one was of the a gnarled, State fair, the big. He was. State fair. At the end of gnarled my, wart man. My wrist and then a big ball of wart. Yeah, you are. That's wart. You are. Isn't that a funny word? Lart. Wart. Wart.
1: Um, so, this beautiful artwork behind us is from our friend Sherea. She's a great artist. Yes,
0: money. It's
1: like a lady with her hair blown in the wind. And guess what? I just noticed. You can see us. Reflection.
0: You can see our camera in there. Oops. Nice.
1: We are not very professional no. yet. We're trying to figure this out, but. I wonder if you... you
0: not break that.
1: it. I mean, Shreya's art skill. Uh, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, universe. whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, kind of a reflection going on there. Whoops,
1: you want to uh, put your shoulder right there?
0: I'll sit like well, this. Time. How do you like hey, the art, you everyone? You? <laughs> Observe. So. 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 So, so. so. what are we talking about tonight? <laughs>
1: Special, is that special? Hi, Vincers!
0: Vincerello! What's up, Vince? What's going on, my man?
1: Vince, your name should be like uh, a type of cheese. (laughs) Vincerello. Mozzarella? Vincerello. Vincerello.
0: I like it.
1: Mmm, cheese. Mmm, cheese. So, I think that we should talk about summer camp. Summer camp. Since summer is on the horizon here. Feels
0: like summer already.
1: We're in Florida and the last couple of days have been ridiculously hot. Summer came early for us. It's so steamy. Like you, I it's think. like to trek from the car to the house is like a real effort.
0: I think last year, didn't we have like a kind of a pleasant May and even into the little bit of June?
1: Probably, because I don't remember it being like this. Uh,
0: it's ridiculously steamy hot outside Super right now.
1: hot. Our friend said that it's like standing behind the muffler of the car, like the breeze is blowing. but It's just hot. The breeze yeah. It's so hot.
0: We haven't had a lot of rain, we're in the middle of a drought, so it probably has something to do with it. The fact that we don't have the afternoon showers cooling everything off.
1: I like that it's not raining all the time though.
0: I like the afternoon showers.
1: How about like a little sprinkle for just a few minutes? We need water. (laughs) You're ready for the torrential downpour. Yeah, we need a
0: hurricane to come through, just miss the state, and dump buckets of water all over the state.
1: Well we better stock up, we need some hurricane supplies.
0: So summer camp, what are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool That's transition. a nice segue. That's really smooth transition. Yeah. So summer camp is coming up. Sophia has been attending a local youth group and they are going to have their own summer camp. And they're going to take a bunch of middle schoolers somewhere in the middle of Florida. I don't really know all the details. I don't really know what's going on. So she we, asks all the time. She's like, can I go? I funny, really want to go. I want to hang out with all the kids.
0: The funny thing is we go to a house church. Right, so it's 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 small. There's whatever, you know, kind of a slow night. It's twenty people, fifty
1: to a thousand people there.
0: <laughs> and then if it's a really really packed night, which happens every once in a while, we'll have sixty people or something in the house. It seems super super crowded. House party. But anyway, like there's no like, youth group or kids church. Everybody's just in the same area. It's a house church, right? So, Sophia, we were wanting her to have some youth group experiences and that kind of thing. So we were asking around, and our friend Corey Johnson said, hey this church, I know the, the youth pastor there, you should bring her by there, it's a pretty cool program. So Beth went and met the youth pastor and checked it out. We've been dropping her off, like we just drive up, drop her off and go home. It's just 10 minutes down the road from us.
1: Those people, the older people. Then we drive back, a I never get out of the car,
0: I don't turn the windows down, I just park in the driveway and she comes out and gets in the car. And she says to me, I hope her church isn't watching this, but she says to me, I don't care if they are or not, she says, Um, my group leader really wants to meet you guys. Like, you guys just come and drop me off and take off. She said that part? Yes. And and I go, yeah? And she goes, yeah. And I go, she just wants to make sure we're saved. (laughs) Sophia goes, what? And like, she wants to make sure we're Christian. And, uh, And Sophia's like, that's not it, Dad. And I'm like, yes, it is.
1: Well, when we were growing up, I mean, me more so than you, because you didn't start coming to church until you were older. But for me, like, you went to church and you went to youth group and that was your life. Like, that was my social circle. And so it was odd to me when people would just, you know, drop their kid off at youth group and not be part of the church, not go into the adult service, not to whatever. And so, like, the fact that we're those people now is super odd to me. So it just is what it is, you know. It is what it is. Sophia's having a good time meeting some kids her age, and it's going well. So Sophia keeps asking to go to summer camp, and I don't know these people. You know, since I don't go to that church, I don't know them. And so now the idea of just sending my daughter off for a week with a bunch of strangers, it's not that appealing to me. But she really wants to go because she likes to hang out with kids.
0: I'm going to tell her youth pastor, the only way she's going is she can take her... If she can take her brothers and sisters with her. <laughs>
1: we could take them all or none. It's all or none. Package deal. You want to get
0: these kids saved or so homes, not? Homeschool package deal.
1: <laughs> and so it made me think of when, I don't know, I was probably like four. My mom tells this story of our neighbor was like all excited to have a little girl in the neighborhood and wanted to take me to Chuck E. Cheese. And so she said, you know, Alicia, we'll take really good care of her. I promise you. I swear on my life, I won't let anything happen to her. We'll take her to Chuck E. Cheese; it'll be fine. My mom looked at her and said, "Your life means nothing to me. This is my little girl. We're talking about nothing can happen to her." And so, I'm feeling a little like that, even though Sophia's 12. Like I was four, about to be thirteen. Sophia's 12, and that's how I feel. Um,
0: although when Sophia was four, you were
1: more like that, probably. I was crazier yeah. about like that. And now I'm so mellow that I only say it to whoever's in the Facebook world. I don't say it to their faces. Look how mellow I am. I'm so mellow. So mellow. Mellow yellow.
0: They call me mellow yellow. That's right, slick.
1: <laughs> it's a good musical hour. Good musical you hour. You guys are blessed. You too blessed to be stressed. Word. You got know all this good music.
0: So I enjoyed camp. Like I was, I went to. Uh, I didn't get saved till I was, you know, a couple months away from being nineteen, and then like literally a couple weeks, maybe three weeks, was it? After, I, my life got turned around. I my mom asked the youth pastor if I can go to their camp with them first annual camp that they'd ever thrown, in Tennessee. Yeah, which was And yeah, he's like, far. yeah, if you can be here tomorrow with your bags packed, here's a list of things you'll need. So it was like the next day, so like I had to be at the church like four in the morning or something. I'd been a Christian for like two weeks. Like it was literally two weeks. And uh, and, and I'm on this bus, van, 15 passenger (laughs) van. So like
1: Skip, I don't know, I know he doesn't look like it right now, but he was kind of like this bad boy, tough guy, you know, all through high school or whatever. So he didn't have the same growing up experience that I did. And so Skip was like, you know super rough and came from this you know really really rough situation and he's not used to like the goody-goody two-shoes like the wheels on the bus go around and you know, <laughs> you know, like me I grew up in youth group I even talked the youth pastor into letting me into the youth group early because I wanted to hang out with all of the teenagers so much and so we we're like you know singing for 12 hours on our way to camp, you know, like this. And Skip was not that, but then all of a sudden he's thrust into this world. He has no idea <laughs> what this is like. So, it was, I mean, he's adaptable. It was wild. But that was pretty funny that you're just showing Like up.
0: We were an hour, like we were from St. Petersburg, Florida. So you have to drive over the bridges through Tampa and then you're going north. And we were an hour in it, so we were just the <laughs> other side of Tampa. And I was like, what in the crap did I get myself into? It was like so weird to me to be in that situation. Like I had literally woken up after drinking all night in houses that I didn't know where I was. And this and that moment in my life was more odd than those things. Because those things were more normal to me we're at that point in my it. life, right? Yeah. Than that. So like me waking up in a house and I don't know where I'm at on someone's carpet. You know? <laughs> it was like, uh, okay, where am I? Me getting in a church van full of... <laughs> Teenagers, <laughs>
1: and it was not just like high school teenagers. This youth group was from uh, middle, middle school, school and high school, yeah. so from like sixth all the way to twelfth grade. And so you have like some cooler older teenagers, and then you've got middle schoolers and like eleven and twelve year old boys and girls. Especially the boys are more immature, but. So like the the diversity is pretty funny. The dichotomy. I had a big black
0: eye still, like you know, from being in a fist fight. And
1: I went the second year. I didn't go the yeah. first year, and uh, I think your cousin. We were driving along, and she just we were driving past bales of hay, and I think for a whole hour <laughs> she just went. Oh, angel. Hey. Yeah. Hey!
0: That's my cousin.
1: Hey! They're all funny in Skip's family. So that was really funny. But that's how some of the kids would just annoy each other for 9, 10, 12 hours. So.
0: But it was a trip of my life. I mean, it really concreted some things that I needed concreted in my life.
1: Yeah, like not having sugar in your coffee. Yeah, that's
0: that when was, all that was the that one of the was challenging things. Yep.
1: No, Skip had a good time. I
0: connected with the youth pastor, Rick. And his wife Karen really well on that trip and have lifelong friends with them, but really the things that God did on that trip, I believe, really concreted some things in my life that make me who I am today. So I loved it. Great camp. Came back changed person.
1: Made you into the weirdo that you are. Made
0: me into the weirdo that I am.
1: <laughs> yep, and then you went for the next several years.
0: Yeah, four or five years in a row or something. You?
1: Yeah. That's a lot.
0: Not as a youth, as a leader.
1: You only got to be a youth one time. Barely a youth. I was the
0: Yeah. I was in Rick's camp. Just me and Rick. Oh really? Yeah. So he had to
1: keep a special eye on you. He did.
0: I know that's what it was. When I got there, he's like, You're gonna be in my camp and I realized that all alternate. the other kids were in different camps.
1: He was like praying that you weren't annoying. He's like, oh, I gotta keep an eye on this kid. And, and then I then wanted I didn't to snore. have my own And I didn't yeah, snore. I wanna have my own campsite, but I'm willing to let go so this kid can go on camp. Yeah. Were you in a separate tent?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we had two separate tents. I brought my own tent. Oh, you did?
1: Mm-hmm. You had a tent?
0: So it was really cool because it, I think that first trip was nine days or something, ten days, seven days, I don't remember what it was, a week or ten days, and uh, by day two or something, like, you know, we'll have to ask Rick this one day, but I believe that Rick saw that I was truly... A, change person that was a crazy in love with God and then I ended up being like his assistant even on that yeah trip. Like, Rick started yeah, to mentor you which correct. he
1: did for the next I don't know eight years yeah many
0: years yeah so it was it was a really neat experience that I had and uh had fun meeting he had a couple of his college buddies come up as special speakers and we did a lot of fun stuff so I loved it summer camp was great my only summer camp ever
1: Rick saved your life he kept you from being too churchy
0: he did <laughs> <laughs> absolutely did <laughs>
1: Just the right amount of church, <laughs> a little bit of counterculture in the midst of it all. Yeah, it was
0: good times. All
1: right, so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Anyway, is that just like Rick did so much good, pick, skip, and mentor him, and let him, you know, join in, and that's what we get to do in life. That's what you get to do. You get to be a do-gooder. Mm-hmm. So, um, the the scripture has a a section in Galatians where it talks about don't grow weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up therefore as we have opportunity let us do good to all people especially to those who belong to the family of believers and so that's what we want to encourage you about that's what we're seeing a lot of this week Is opportunities to do good and so Skip and I we were driving and we're just talking about how fun it's been this week to be able to do good everywhere we go and so that's what we want to encourage you about don't grow weary in doing good have the energy you have the energy you just have to kind of drum up the um, desire if you had the want to then you'll have the energy to do it sometimes we feel like Oh, we're so tired. We can't do anything more. But you have the energy to do what you want to do. And you'll find joy in something that is more energizing. So that's what we wanted to encourage you to do. Be looking for ways to do good. Be looking for ways to energize yourself and have more joy because you're doing good. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we wanted to just share a couple stories that happened to us this week because we were seeing like a lot of opportunities for us to do good. And so um, there's endless ways that you can be doing it. And so one of the first ways that we thought of was that um, we have opportunity in our business. Whatever your work is, whatever you put your hands to, that's one area where you have an opportunity to do good. Yeah, both of us today
0: really need opportunities.
1: Right, you want to tell yours first? You want me to tell yours? Yeah, you tell yours,
0: ladies first. (laughs)
1: So I uh, love books. Sell books. Buy books. Buy books wow. by the bushels full. Yeah, Bestbuysbooks dot com. <laughs> his books, so many books. It's not the dot com. So so many books. So I, you know, I do it as a money making venture. Like to have fun. I can find books for less and sell them for more sometimes. Or you know, I'll make enough money so that I can buy the homeschool books that I want to add to our family. But I also you know, I have this abundance. This is my crop. This is what I have right now And so I'm constantly looking for ways that I can bless people with what I have So I have books and so this week I've gotten several opportunities To give away books to various people and I felt so blessed. I just felt like Exuberant about the fact that I get to do that. It's really a blessing to me because I can be a conduit. I can be a way for God to touch somebody's heart. Just as simple as giving them a book. So I was able to do that a couple of times. And so I was showing Skip. I mailed off a bunch of packages today. I was like, that one's given away. That one's given away. That one's given away. And you know, these ones are sold. And so, but that's how God's kingdom is. That's the way God works. God's opposite of the way that normal people think. And so it's kind of, you know, if a normal person's like, oh, I'm trying to run a business, and so I'm going to get, 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 get. In God's business, and God's economy, it's like, okay, so who can I give stuff to? Because yeah. God's going to make sure that I'm taken care of. I'm going to have more than enough. So who can I bless? This is how God's a kingdom works. Yeah. And so that was fun for me to give stuff away.
0: Yeah, it was really good stuff. And I had, um, I had one of my customers... Um, as many of you know, I reglaze bathtubs and sinks and tile. So um, I had one, one of my customers, and I give warranty on the product, obviously, uh, not obviously I guess. It might not be. Obviously. Be, obviously. No <laughs> So I do give warranty on my work, and so this, one of my customers called me up and she said, you know, she has warranty issues. And so I started asking her some questions, and I quickly over the phone could tell it wasn't going to be a warranty issue. And, but I could also tell that she was getting worked up on the phone that I was trying to explain to her what was covered under warranty and what, what wasn't. And so I realized I was going to be working in her area. She's an hour north of me or so, maybe a little less, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And so, you know, I said, hey, look, I'm going to be in your area on this day. She was, oh, if you could come that day just to look at it, that'd be great because I, I we go out of town the next day. They, they're snowbirds, so they're leaving. And so I did, and that was today. So I, I drove up after my you know, first job in the morning and, and took a look at it and it was just dirty. I mean it just wasn't taken care of. It wasn't cleaned properly. So it was dingy. Um and so I got some stuff out that, you know, we we have to clean the sinks with or we, I say we, like I have a mouse in my pocket. I have to clean the sinks with. When like you have
1: a mouse in your pocket. Yeah. Is that like a West Virginia saying? No. It's the Royal no, it might
0: no that might be a your West Jan, Virginia saying your yeah. When you got a mouse in your pocket boy? yeah my anyway um so if you guys have, I, I can't even talk if you guys have heard that saying give me a thumbs up if not thumbs down angry faces so no not angry <laughs> just don't be angry down. don't be angry with me there's no thumbs
1: down there's just be
0: like a yeah. face down below Blah. what so anyway uh I have some stuff that I clean the sinks with before that I have to prep them before I can reglaze them. So I got some of that stuff out and uh, and cleaned her sink, you know. And so there was a couple little chips in it from her slamming her or her uh, cast iron skillets around and stuff. Um, so she wanted to get those fixed anyway. So anyway, I was able to go in, serve her, even though on the phone I absolutely knew it wasn't going to be a warranty.
1: So skip went and cleaned the customer's sink. I
0: went above and beyond. Customer I drove customer. an extra because my job was like 30 minutes from home, and she was like 45 minutes. So I had to go 15 minutes further away, and then a 45-minute commute home at rush hour to be able to do that for her. And I just did it. I went and served her, cleaned her sink, made it look real good, and uh, she was super happy. So.
1: So it's just little things. Yeah. Look for opportunities to do good wherever you are, whatever you're doing, in your business, whatever you have in your hand. Go multiply it. Go pass it out to people. Share. Yeah. And so, um, another thing that happened this afternoon, another field of influence that you have is, as you run errands, as you go out about in your community, yeah, this was a fun one. Do good to people. Look for opportunities to do good everywhere you go. So you want to tell that one?
0: Yeah, we can. Ping pong tag it. Tom. Well, tag, tag team. Tom. Tag. Tag, tag, tom. Tom. tag Tom. Tag Tom. Mouse in my pocket. And you're Tag Tom in <laughs> it. <It's hot> <laughs>
1: So, we went to mail off all of the packages of books that I was sending off today. For free ones. That's interesting. And we had to go into the post office, and so we went in, and the lady was kind of grumpy. Like, there was a guy and a girl, and he's super nice. He's helped me a bunch of times, and I didn't know her already, and, but she was like, okay, come on next. And, and so it, I was like, "And oh, it was they were
0: about to close, so the post office yeah, was like about 20 to close. Minutes, 15, 20 yeah, I mean, minutes. Yeah, 15 minutes away closing. closing, yeah.
1: And so we went up to her and I said, okay, these are, you know, to be mailed off. And so she's helping us, but it's not like, it's just kind of really brusque, you know? And she's just serving us, but not with joyfulness or yeah. whatever. And so then she said something about how um, she could, that they had been loading the trucks. Like, okay, the mail truck's already gone for today. We've already loaded it up. And so um, these will go out tomorrow. So I said, okay, yeah, fine. And um, Skip, apparently, had been praying about how he could, you know, change the atmosphere. How he could inject some That's a kindness in the post office. and joy into the situation. Like, you know, what the miracle was is that you even felt an atmosphere. <laughs> it's kind of blissfully unaware sometimes. Usually
0: in my own world.
1: <laughs> so... I didn't know that, but then all of a sudden Skip, what'd you say?
0: She's like, yeah, we have to load the trucks. Our Beth goes, you load the trucks too, and she goes, yeah, we have to load the trucks. And so like, I that's said, that's why
1: I'm so hot and sweaty. Yeah, and
0: so I said, well, I hope you have a really nice pool or something to jump into when you get home. And it was and like, it would change everything. Ding. Yeah. She's
1: like, I do have a nice pool and I love swimming in my pool. And then my kids and my grandparents. Best investment and and I ever did put in the pool in. They and, all yeah. get to swim in the pool and I'm so thankful that we did it and yeah. all this kind of and stuff. She just
0: went on and on, served us with a smile. The conversation, you know, she didn't stop smiling. The conversation was beautiful. Spent an extra minute with us at the end, you know, finishing her story about her swimming pool and stuff. So then
1: we're leaving and Skip, you know, like we're walking out the door and Skip kind of says, he's like, that was God. And I was like, oh, I know it was. Like, I could tell, Like you know, that you know, God kind of broke into yeah. the situation right there because, you it know. Was it was a tangible
0: shift. I mean, it was literally yeah. tangible. You could feel a weight lift. And so it was It was really neat. You know? Yeah.
1: So a simple thing like doing good, like Skip sat there and said, he asked God for wisdom. God, how do I kind of reach her heart right now? How do I make this a, a kind interaction? Yeah and God gave him an idea. So for Skip to say, you know, that was just random for him to yeah. say, I hope you have a nice pool at home. You know, like you don't just go around assuming that people have a swimming pool, yeah. but you know, I, he knew and, what to And say. I know
0: this for some people might be a little bit weird, but like, as I was praying, and she was talking about loading the truck, like I felt like inside the thought came to me of a pool. Like I, it was something that I was aware of. It wasn't just like me just like kind of, you know, Flown with like I felt or heard the thought you know about the swimming pool because she was hot and stuff and like so like it just seemed like sweaty sweaty hot yeah yeah nobody works at the post office is hot like it could be hypothetically
1: there could be a good looking person (laughs) there is not one
0: except for my friend Jim he he works (laughs) at the post office right Jim if you're watching I think you're a really good looking guy the rest of them James James (laughs) he does right. Maybe he's watching. I don't want to think I think he's ugly or something. Here's my husband. No one at the post office. <laughs> Except for my good friend, Jay.
1: We're talking about doing good. You're literally calling like 30,000 postal workers
0: not good looking. You're all great looking. <laughs> if you work at the post office, I think you're beautiful.
1: <laughs> or at least he thinks you have a nice pool.
0: Anyway... Where are we?
1: I don't know. We're way off track. Way off track. As usual. And so I also want to encourage (laughs) you (laughs) to (laughs) ignore your husband sometimes. Uh, No. Quite the opposite. What I was going to encourage you is to look for ways to do good in your own household. So how can you love the people in your own home better? How can you do good to your children? Like I know that you're already feeding them and you've given them shelter and some air conditioning hopefully and some things like that, but there's ways to do good to them. There's ways that you can bring a sweetness or that you can connect with them a little bit better. That you can do good. There's ways that you can do good in your own home.
0: Is that distracting. When I keep drinking that water. When I stare at you drinking. I'm so thirsty water? Right, bog, bog,
1: right now. Bog, 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 bog. Yeah, I can do good to my husband. So, Skip, when we were pulling up to the house, he had decided to throw away one of my chairs that I liked, and I said, "Will you please just bring it back in?" I think busted
0: it, down, broken chair. I think it parts. could be
1: salvaged. And so he said, "You know, instead of being like, oh, that chair's too broken, I'm not gonna fix it,' you know, he just went and did good. He went and just brought it in the house for me because he knew that it was important to me." And I felt cared for and I appreciated that so find ways to do good in your family there's ways that you can go above and beyond what you already do so the end of that scripture says therefore as we have opportunity let us do good to all people especially to those who belong to the family of believers so love your community well love your family well and go out and do good it feels good when you do good but more than that you make a big impact you know so much of the world is just out for themselves and you know all the kind of doggy dog and everybody's kind of on guard but people who are out doing good they make a difference they're a breath of fresh air so be a breath of fresh air in your community this week
0: yep
1: sound good sounds
0: real good that all happened today those stories we just told
1: look at that
0: bring it in it's a
1: goody good day it's a good good day. god is good so we're going to be good. good to each other
0: Amen. fun day
1: love you guys we do thank you so much for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful week maybe we'll bring the kids in one of these weeks we'll do another swagger family, family. roundup yeah, be fam- fun. family roundup the kids totally adore it so we'll do that pretty soon okay all right Sounds love funny. you guys have a good week peace goodbye This has been the Shape Your Family podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today.
0: There are lots of ways you can connect with us online. Go to shapeyourfamily.com where you'll find helpful tips and links to our social media.
1: Remember, your family life is important and what you do each day matters.
0: When you shape your family, you shape the world.